0: It's the Gamer Show for December the second, twenty nineteen, episode three. You got Final Fantasy in my MMO. Welcome to another episode of the Gamer Show, and I keep wanting to say Blind Monkey Tech every single time, or the Blind Monkey Show. Um,
1: <laughs> Old habits die hard.
0: How are you this evening, Charles? You know,
1: I'm doing pretty good. How about you?
0: I'm doing well. It was a, it was a good Thanksgiving. Um, but it, it. so yeah, so yeah, we're, we're back. Um, it's still Thanksgiving weekend. Um, this show goes, um, anyway, this is, I'm Brad. This is, um, the gamer show with, with Brad and Charles, Charles and Brad. I'm Brad. He's Charles. Um, say hello, Charles. Hello, Charles. Very funny. So, yeah, I
1: know. I'm so original, right? <laughs>
0: that's
1: exactly, that's exactly what I'm going for is originality there. there you
0: um,
1: are. so yeah, um, so, let, let's start off. First of all, I want to take back something that I said in a previous episode. I didn't even have to listen back to it to know I have to take it back. Um, we were talking a little bit about uh, Jedi Fallen Order and how I was very, very hesitant about this game. And then it came out. And I've seen some playthroughs of it, and it's one of those, it's on my list to buy. Yeah. Um, it was really strange the way EA did it. Um, I don't know why they decided not to do, you know, reviews beforehand or any of that other stuff. None of it really makes a whole lot of sense, but uh, they did it right. The game, the game. Everyone I've talked to about the game says it's wonderful. It's a lot of fun to play. Um, so, you know, I gotta take back what I said because I was very hesitant about it because of other games in the past that have not allowed reviewers to happen. Uh, have uh, uh, upfront copies and stuff, so.
0: That game actually came out with um, glowing reviews, so, and everybody does seem to love it, so that's a good thing.
1: Right, no, and I yep. I was pleasantly surprised by that, and I'm happy about that. Like I said, it's not that we got it wrong, it's no. just I was, we had no information, and that was kind of the thing, it's like, we were kind of speculating that maybe it wasn't that good because EA was not allowing the review copies or whatever. So, um, so I'm I'm very happy for that. I intend to get grab it and play it. I probably won't stream it, um, but it does look like it's a lot of fun. A lot of people are enjoying it a lot. So, I can't wait to try it out. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah absolutely. Yeah, that's something. That that's something I I definitely want to grab. Be it a. Rental through Redbox or something like that, but yeah, that is definitely something I want to give a try. So, but anyway,
1: um, with our yeah, let's let's get to the topic today. So, one things we discussed uh, on last week's show or last show we did. I keep forgetting it's not a weekly show; we do it every other week, but yeah. um, it feels like every week. Um,
0: Gee, no,
1: thanks. it doesn't. It, it doesn't <laughs> really. Um, one of the things we want to talk about, and, and we kind of discussed this ahead of time, um, I have a very limited experience with MMOs, in particular. And I know, Brad, that's one of your passions, as you love MMO games. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you mentioned Final Fantasy, you play that on stream quite a bit. Um, I like the single-player Final Fantasy stuff, but like, the... Multiplayer stuff is where it loses me. Um, I'm not a big fan of necessarily online gaming that much, but I, I kind of want to get your feel of like what draws what draws you to MMO games in particular, and you know what do you look for? What what what's some of the favorite things you like to see in MMO games when it's done right?
0: Okay. Um. Well, as far as M- MMO goes, um. My, my favorite features, actually right now, are probably the This is kind of, um, actually I really don't know how to answer that question other than to say that what WoW did for, and it's sad to say, what WoW did for, for MMORPGs was probably the best thing they could do because a lot of my favorite features are some of the more modern features of how MMOs work with um um like let me like for instance going into an into a uh an instance these days you know some sort of a dungeon or something with a group you have like a part you'll either have a party finder a dungeon finder or in case of final fantasy 14 it's a duty finder or you've got some way of actually automatically being put into a group to go into that dungeon um (laughs) <laughs> that didn't always be the case. <laughs> no. Um, okay. yeah cuz um in the early let me let me let me start back with the first MMO um and we're specifically talking about MMORPGs here. Um, yeah. the first MMO I played was EverQuest. Um and I didn't and that was mainly because the guys at work all played it. Um, and in a game like that basically all you did back then with MMOs is you you, you grouped up, you grinded as far as experience goes you, you take on mob after mob after mob, there was no story to go along with it or anything like that um, and then s- kind of the same with with final fantasy 11 came out i moved from everquest to final fantasy 11 when final fantasy 11 came out and I'm, if i'm moving too fast let me down it yeah. it was still sort of the grindy thing where all you did was grind and gain levels and 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 that sort of thing but at the same time they tried to introduce a story to it final fantasy they introduced a story to it as you as you progressed um and the, the story actually... They actually ended the story a couple of years ago. But it was still that, that same grindy thing where you would... You would look... You'd throw your... You, you would put yourself... Basically throwing your flag up saying you're looking for a party. Um, and you know, you would join a party and you'd go and you'd grind a mob or something for hours. And that's all you would did. And you would level up. Um, and then WoW comes along. And WoW... Even though it borrowed from other MMOs in the past... What it did for MMOs is it actually made the progression more... It felt like you were accomplishing something. You were, you were going along with the story. It was leading... It, it was like breadcrumbs. It was leading you from place to place. As, as you leveled, it would lead you to the next zone you could go to. Because previous to that, it was very easy for a low-level character or a low-level player to get stuck in a zone that was, you know, 20, 30 levels above them by accident.
1: Okay.
0: And so WoW would actually lead you, you would do your first five quests, it would lead you to the next area, you would do your next, you know, to like level 10, 15, it would move you to the next ever area. So each little zone, um, it would sort of lead you as, you as you were going, as you were progressing. And at the same time, one thing it did that, I am so thankful for. Um, is wow introduced um, barriers around around the mobs which for those of you that aren't familiar with with MMOs the mob is is the enemy. Um, and it would uh, any type of an aggro meter whenever the mob would aggro you there was a invisible um, circle around it. Uh, and if you got outside of that aggro range the mob would lose aggro immediately and run back to its starting position. That was new with WoW. Previous to that, they would chase you all the way to the end of the zone. Mm. Um, and 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 again, this, the, the story progression is a big one as well because other MMOs have expanded on that. So those are actually sort of explaining where it came from. Those are positive things that i absolutely enjoy about mmos is the fact that it's actually sort of added a story element now that you can kind of go along with um and it's not as um heavily focused on i need to group up with the people when i log in and play there are things you that that you can do solo now um well
1: yeah and that was kind of one of the things that uh that that kind of Pulled me away from it was the fact that like uh, the the few games I played. So the one the only real MMO I played, spent any amount of time playing, um, was Star Wars: The Old Republic, Uh and that was kind of my limited knowledge of it. And even then, it was so like I was pushed into it, almost peer pressured into it by friends who game that I gamed in real life. They're like, oh, you got to play this game. It's really cool. You like Star Wars. You'll get into this game a lot, and it'll be it, it'll be the best game ever for you and all that other stuff. So I, I'm like, all right, I'll go this and try it. Um, and like, it didn't like it was so dependent on having to be there at the same time as everyone else. I I was friends with, and it's one of those things that I'm friends with people in all sorts of different time zones and in other locations, like. And to be, like, stuck with this one, well, I don't know stuck is the word I've used, but definitely, like, it felt like I was changed to this one guild and had to show up whenever they did, and if I didn't, they they looked down on me and other stuff like that, and these are the same people I have to see on a regular basis in person, so um, it kind of had that adverse effect for me playing MMOs like that um it sounds like you had some better experiences at least with finding other people to play with because you were just finding people at random that was that was looking for other people as well
0: yeah well back in everquest i um i was fortunate because all the guys i worked night shift and all the guys that worked night shift they all played so it was easy to kind of play with people I knew and around the same schedule and times. And when Final Fantasy XI came along, I played it a little bit, but I honestly did, did not play it that much because of exactly what you were just talking about. I had nobody to play it with. And I don't like the idea of playing with randos all the time. So Because I like to actually find a niche or find that guild or whatever and, and play with them. When WoW came along, again, I was fortunate. I had a, a friend of mine um, who wanted to play WoW as well. We both came from playing um, Warcraft and Warcraft 2 and all that. So he wanted to play WoW as well. He had never played an MMO before. And we sort of stumbled onto um, what, a guy who actually ended up being our guild leader at the time when we played WoW um him and his girlfriend we sort of stumbled into them in game and we all ended up forming a guild together and it was a very small guild but it was just a small group of friends that ended up probably being about 14 at its largest um if that maybe 10 um but it's just a small group of friends that we would always log on together with we were all in the pretty much kind of sort of in the same time zones. We were still kind of local, either eastern or central time zones, so it was easy to to log in and play together. Um, And then um, I I tried The Old Republic, and The Old Republic, I appreciated what they were trying to do, because they they were trying to do more story-driven stuff, but that game just bored. Again, I ran into the same problem you did, where I didn't have anybody to play with when I played the Old Republic, and it just wasn't grabbing me either. Um, and then I, I also tried Star Trek Online um, for about thirty seconds. I didn't care. I didn't. I, I didn't care for that either. Um, and and I've even tried EverQuest Two, um, the Lord of the Rings Online. None of that ever actually grabbed me, and so I was sort of bouncing. Betw- um bouncing back to wow during all this time and then um, no 2010 came around and um, they announced Final Fantasy 14. It was supposed to be this big hybrid between the PlayStation 3 and the PC and Final Fantasy 14 it, there it, there's a, there are different documentaries online about the fall and rise of Final Fantasy 14. Mm-hmm. because that game crashed so hard when it came out because when it, when it came out in 2010 it was the um, you had to have a um, higher end computer just to be able to play it because um, just because of the graphics quality of the game and the detail, the detail of the game as well as it, it was sort of this was post WoW but yet it was still playing like it was pre-WOW. Oh. There was very little story to it. Um, and basically, you still grouped up with people and you grinded and, and that sort of thing. It was, it was. There was a lot more to it. it um, just to put it this way: the game's updater was a BitTorrent client.
1: Oh. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> so that's, that's unfortunate.
0: Yeah, exactly. And the the game was released, I think, September 30th of 2010. I actually did pre-order it. I've still got the collector's edition box, but I, I pre-ordered it, and I played it. Yeah. Weird
1: flex there, but all
0: right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I would say probably about November, I want to say November or December of 2010, Um they just, they announced that they were pushing back the PlayStation 3 version because if this thing wasn't running on normal PCs of the day, there's no way it was going to run on PS3. They well, couldn't...
1: didn't... So, it, remind me if I'm wrong or not on this one. Wasn't that the one where you had to purchase the hard drive for the PS3 no. in order to play it?
0: No, that was, that was Final Fantasy Eleven on the PS2.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was one of the Final Fantasy games that... If you got it for your uh, got it for the PlayStation, you had to purchase a hard drive because otherwise it wouldn't handle it.
0: Well, there was a version of that one that came with the hard drive, but yeah, yeah I I played Final Fantasy XI on the PC because the PS2 version, because of the hard drive, was too much of an ask for me. There was no way.
1: Yeah, it was like yeah. super expensive too. Exactly.
0: Yeah, it was. Um, and there was also an Xbox 360 version of that too. By the way. Final Fantasy oh. 11. And okay. yeah, and what it because I actually had that I had that version as well. What it would do is it would it would install itself but it would partition your 360 hard drive and it would take up you know, it would basically partition it out just for that game, which significantly reduced the space of your 360 hard drive. And I don't know about other people, but my issues with it was there were times it would actually make my um, uh, 360 hard drive unreadable. And, oh, dear. Yeah, and, and it wouldn't launch the game. It couldn't read the game. It was almost like that section of the hard drive was getting corrupted. And so I would have to go in and uninstall the game, and it would, um, of course, reformat the entire drive and get that partition space back. And then I'd have to re. It, it was just, it was a pain. To mess mm. with on the three hundred and sixty, but um, but uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, they pushed it back on the on the PS three um, because of the problems on the PC, and they were they were losing players. Uh, they were getting uh, the I the game was still free to play at this point. They had announced that the game would be they they sent a letter out to everyone apologizing. Well, per- to who's the, that? To the a Square Enix. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, Square Enix sent out a letter um, to to all the players apologizing for that game. Oh.
1: Wow. Um.
0: They they made the game free to play for almost a full year while they fixed while they were fixing the problems. And what they did is they 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 had had the original developer of Final Fantasy 11 come in and um, that was the developer of 14. They got rid of him, and they they brought in another. Uh, they brought in another guy, uh, um, uh, and um, and he was supposed to fix the game. So he had actually started adding a story, um, and, and was trying his best to fix the game as mo- much as he could. Um, but what he ended up doing is they finally decided, okay. We're just going to scrap this and we're going to rebuild it from scratch. And so for a full, like I said, for a full year, the game was the game was free while um, it didn't cost anything to play. And they were adding a story that would lead to the end of the world, into the end of the game. Um, okay. And. After, I want to say somewhere in 20. Twelve, maybe the end of 2011, they finally started charging for the game again, but it was to go toward them to actually um, make, you know, basically make the game better. There are, first of all, let me say, there are plenty of good documentaries online that describe this so much better than I could. Okay. Um, But, so basically, what they ended up doing is they were charging folks so that they could all those fees would go to the production of what ended up becoming a realm reborn or final fantasy 14 2.0 and they were building a story that would end up with spoiler alert um that would end up with the moon dalamud crashing into the world and destroying it um and and basically what happened is the moon exploded the giant dragon Bahamut comes out and he destroys the world but in in the meantime um, one of the guys Louis, uh, one of the NPCs you meet Louis Swa ends up capturing Bahamut in like this big prisoner bubble and that's basically the end of 1.0 but anyway um,
1: so so you're yeah. saying they did Fortnite before Fortnite did Fortnite yes yes <laughs> speaking but, just speaking of that, and I, I don't know, would you have you do you consider Fortnite to be an MMO?
0: It's by the strictest term of what MMO actually means, massively multiplayer online? Mm-hmm. Technically, yes. okay, but that's about as far as I would take it. It's no more it's no more of an MMO then um, I would actually say something like Pokemon Go would be. Okay. Because technically, yes, that's an MMO as well, but it's not an MMORPG. But okay, an so MMO.
1: now now I have to retract two things. Okay. Um, the, so this is thing number two. I have played more than just one MMO.
0: You played Fortnite.
1: I have played Fortnite. Okay. Now, in all fairness... Played Fortnite is kind of an oxymoron as to what I did. I made it to third place one time.
0: That's pretty good.
1: I didn't kill a single person. (laughs) I did it like a pacifist run Uh and got to third place. And I'm like, you know what? It doesn't get any better than this. And then I just haven't played it since. It's uh, uh, Again, it's kind of one of those... Like, these online multiplayer games like this just don't draw me in. Yeah. And and maybe it's just I just am not a person that isn't in the, in the MLS, you know. Maybe that's the case. But um, I don't know.
0: No, no, that, that's perfectly fine. And you, you may not be in that's There's no, absolutely nothing wrong with that. That's one thing about me is I will never try to Push anybody one way or the other, um, and but that's actually that that's cool though. But you know, you um, your Fortnite experience reminded me of my PUBG experience because I've played PUBG once. I I, I bought it. I have su- uh, since um got a refund for it, but I bought it and I played it once. And like you, I made it to I think twentieth place or something like that without without a single kill. Because um, somebody decided to take too long coming down out of the parachute. And I was oh. watching I was watching all these people die and I, my place was getting higher and higher and higher as the parachute was still landing.
1: <laughs> what the hell? What? No, I mean like no. seriously, like they were they just weren't deploying the parachute and dying.
0: No, no, they were like I was taking too long coming out of the parachute. I had deployed the parachute. But I was still trying to figure out the game. Oh. And my parachute was taking forever to come down.
1: Oh, so you probably deployed too early, yeah, I guess? Probably,
0: I probably deployed too early, is what I'm okay. thinking.
1: Okay. Okay. Because I was like, oh, uh, what? Yeah, it, it's... it's My experience with, like, Fortnite, and we can definitely talk about this, because I really don't like Fortnite. I... I, I don't think it's that entertaining Uh, i know people get into the moves and stuff uh, but it's like it's not that good for at least for me um and that's just not me not liking mmos it's just like i don't think it's that good a game like all right you lose you die all right you just get into the next game you don't A lot of people won't wait around to see the end of the game or anything like that. They just jump into the next game they can't. And I'm like, eh. That's a pretty big consequence for not doing well, but I look at it like it's almost like winning a lottery. It's like you have to have the skills to get to that point, but then it's like, not great. I, I I don't know. I I, I just I, I can I can definitely like I've heard my opinion of it. It's it's not. I don't like Fortnite. Um, I get it. Like people like different games, so I'm not gonna yuck their yum or anything like that. But but it's one of those not my type of game really, and it's it's one of those I'll probably never get into a game like Fortnite because it's just not my thing.
0: Yeah. Which is, which again, is perfectly fine. It's, it's the same with me. I'm, I'm not big into those types of games either, um, for the same reasons. Um,
1: the well, I, mean, I gotta imagine you have different challenges when it comes to games like Fortnite as well, being, you know, being that you're blind and that you know, vision is such a big part of those games because a lot of times they don't think about, you know, visually impaired. I mean, well, I, I feel like they do a little bit.
0: Well, it is. Vision's a big part of it for MMORPGs as well. And I'm a in Final Fantasy XIV. I'm a tank, so I'm I'm basically leading the party, and I'm the one that's holding aggro. And you know, there's there's visually there's a lot going on. So I I don't like to use. And I don't I know you don't mean it this way, but I don't like to use my vision as an excuse because that's not what's really holding. Me- Maybe it is, but that's not the way I think about it. Well, yeah,
1: no, I'm not saying it's yeah. an excuse or anything. Yeah. I, it's, it's an additional challenge oh. is what the biggest is the biggest way I look at it. Like you've got, it's already like, it's already one of those things where you've got all this other stuff you got to keep an eye on. Cause that's the other thing that MMO games are very intimidating to me. Um, Because I look at them and I'm like, some of them, like, I've seen people playing Final Fantasy on, I've seen you playing Final Fantasy on your stream and other people playing other MMO games on their streams. Uh And I'm looking and there's like 30 different things I can do with their keystrokes of their keyboard and mouse. And I'm like, what the hell? How do you keep this all straight? And, and, and it's very intimidating for someone who, like, doesn't necessarily know what's exactly going on because there is so much going on with a lot of these MMOs.
0: And that's, at least with 14, that's one thing 14 does well is it leads you through as you're going from beginning to end to teach you how to play the class. But at the same time, um, with an MMO, it comes down to a couple of basic things. If you're a tank, you're basically just going to be holding aggro. There are, uh, at least with, um, um, there are really only a few key keystrokes are in my command, because I play it on the controller, a few little uh, controller buttons that I have to, you know, do basically. Basically your rotation. The same thing you're going to do on every fight. Your little rotation of, of buttons you press or keys you press. Um, healers the same way healer there's really only so much you can do because you're mainly you're going to just keep track of the party's HP levels make sure you're not pulling aggro and just making sure you're keeping the tank healed um, now the DPS on the other hand you know they're the ones running around doing this doing that and I can understand how it can be intimidating I really can <laughs> Because there is, when you're coming into it and you're, you're watching that, if I'd had no knowledge of, of, of that, uh, of of, the, of MMOs in general coming into it fresh, it can be very intimidating watching something like that. Um, so yeah, I can definitely understand that.
1: Yeah, I'm just, it, it's one of those, I, I, it's, it, it's definitely kind of a pain point in me wanting to join and play those type of games. Um, it's kind of why I never got into WoW, is because it looked like, and WoW seems to be not quite as, as complicated as some of the other MMOs can get. Uh-huh. Um, thank God. Yeah. Although, they've given me other reasons now to not to play their game, but, yeah. um, and we talk about that again, but that was actually episode zero, which no one heard, but that's fine. Um, uh, it, it, it's it's, you know, it, for someone like me, I guess I don't know. Especially the barrier to because the other thing is, and you see this in like even like TV shows where they are geek forward. Basically, they're you know like Big Bang Theory is. I, I know it's off the air now, but but shows like that that actually like put gaming and being a nerd out in front and stuff like that. Um, and it's just like the way they treat people. And this is kind of one of the things like whenever I'm in person or if I'm playing a game online, I try to treat people the same way I would want to be treated. And I try to act like I've been there before, you know? Um, I've seen it in magic tournaments um, and other things like that where people go and they're like rock, like they're smirking and making fun of the people they just played because they think they made an awful play and all this other stuff and it's like uh, I see people all the time and you see it even with streamers like oh my god this guy is such a noob and all this other stuff uh, talking down people that are just trying to learn the game and stuff. It's one thing with MMOs is you're up the, the like, and I can of ran into this with Hearthstone, although that's a very one-on-one versus thing, um, you're sitting there playing against other people or playing with other people that are not on the same level as you because maybe you haven't played as long. It doesn't necessarily mean you're any worse a game or anything like that, but the way people treat you, even if you're perceived as just not that good at not as good as you is very disheartening for those trying to learn the game. So I, I try and I know you, you do a pretty good job of that too. Um I try and treat people with respect even though like again they may not be in the same level as I am at that time. They're trying to get there. Right. But I feel like with my experience with MMOs and stuff more times than not, it's been the exact opposite. It's like people are very willing to put down people who just aren't there
0: yet. You the, know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of that does go on. And a lot of that has even happened to me um, because you – and it, it, it is extremely intimidating. Um, and so I, I uh, completely understand where you're coming from on that. Um because when you come into this, like in your case, where you've really never, never actually—I honestly, I, with you, I would say you've really never played one. Yeah. Um, and.
1: I y- mean, stars. The, the amount of time I spent in Star Wars: The Old Republic, I definitely wouldn't necessarily count it. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, and it's extremely intimidating, especially if you're a new player going through some of these. Um, you know, basically you're leveling first for the first time and you're going through these dungeons and you're going through something you've never been through before. And like, now again, with the modern MMOs, I can only speak toward FF 14. When I say this, I think other MMOs like wow. And and other MMOs like that have something similar, but with 14, they've got their duty finder where it will, if you, if you, it will basically put you in a, a, a pickup group or a pug. Um, and sometimes you're going to be in there with people that have done the run the dungeon before. Because with 14, um, high end, um, in game players or high level players can do, um, different what they call leveling roulettes or, or dungeon roulettes where they'll, they'll click on the roulette and option in the duty finder and it will just give them a dungeon at random. And that's basically for them to get their, um, their tombstone tombstones um basically their their currency that you use at end game to get higher end game level gear um okay. and so they'll run those at random they'll they'll do the um they'll choose a ra- um, the random option and just get a dungeon at random and so a lot of times you're playing with people that have run that dungeon 40 50 60 times and especially me as a tank, if this is my first time going through it, which right now I'm playing catch-up, so it is. Um, it's extremely intimidating, especially when they expect you to know the dungeon. They want to get through it quick because they're just doing their roulette. Um, so they just want to they just want to get through it quick. They expect you to know it. They expect you to watch a YouTube video on the strategy of and the mechanics of every boss, and 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 and. For you to know the mechanics of the dungeon, so even me now, it is intimidating. I went through when I started playing 14. Even though I had been a a tank in the past, I've always been a tank. I was a tank in Ever EverQuest, Final Fantasy XI, WoW. I was always been a tank character or, or my class. But when I was playing 14, that realization that I'm playing this alone. And I've got to go into this duty finder and do this dungeon. And as a tank, I'm expected to to lead this party through this dungeon, and I have no idea what I'm doing. You know, that's the reason why I started streaming? Because really? Because I was extremely hesitant on doing it. I was scared to death to do it. And the reason I started streaming was because it forced me to do it. If I'm doing it live on stream, then I've got to do it. So that, that was the reason I started streaming was, was um, anxiety, well, what they call tank anxiety, where you're scared to death to, to lead a group through a dungeon that you've never read. Now, si- uh, run, And now, since I will watch, I'm about to give my secrets away, I will watch YouTube videos of maybe a, a dungeon run just to kind of get a mental layout of the map of the dungeon. But I don't do. Um, I don't look at strategies or anything like that. I'll, I kind of like, you know, I'll figure that out as I go because it's this day and age with me playing catch up like this. Most of the parties that I play with, a lot of the mechanics on the bosses you can just kind of ignore because they're so overpowered now. Um, even though I'm only one expansion behind now, it's still. Doing level sixty-five content at level eighty, you still kind of are a little bit overpowered. So okay. yeah, um, so we can kind of. I'll get through these dungeons fast, but in the beginning, I was scared, and I I actually had a lot of the same anxieties that you that you describe.
1: Well, so here's the thing about that. Like, I don't play MMOs. Yeah. But I play other things. I play Minecraft, especially a bunch of modded stuff. Now, I don't ever claim to know everything. I've never come close to saying that I know everything, but I try and do cool things and I try and do uh, things on my own and learn it myself. But then I will also go, like, I also follow other people that play on YouTube the same games I do, you know, so Minecraft and Magic and stuff like that. I consume a lot of YouTube content when I'm not streaming of the games I play. Uh, you know, the ones that I play on a regular basis. Uh-huh. Uh, if you're looking at like, a game like Moon like Kingdom Hearts, I was like, I'm not watching anyone play this. I'm going to play it myself and get myself through it on my own, merit and everything else like that. And if I make mistakes, I make mistakes. That's part of it. Um... But, it's one of those like, again, I, I, I use it as a resource, and like, I don't look down on anybody that's gonna... Well, listen, I saw this, I saw Captain Sparkles do this in Minecraft, and it seemed really cool, so we're gonna try it ourselves. Um, you know, I'm I'll be the first to admit like, sometimes they come up with really cool ideas and stuff like that, but a lot of times, I see an idea and, that someone else has done, and I'm like, alright, this is pretty good. But, I think I can do it a little better, and then I try and do it a little better on my own. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. That's.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're kind of describing a couple of things that I've even done on stream. There were playing Final Fantasy XIV. I've got a couple of um, streams recorded where I said, "Okay, I can't figure this out. Let me look this up." <laughs> 'Cause all I'm doing is just running around and it's extremely boring to watch. So let me let me look this up real fast to make sure I'm on the right track type thing. So no, I've been there I've been there too with that.
1: Like to try and think that everyone has all the answers for everything is huh. just silly. Right. And I know some people like to think they're that way,
0: and they're not. Nope, not at all.
1: I feel like, as a content creator, I would be drawn to you if you knew everything. It'd be nice if you just need to get the answers, but i am just assume, like, eventually get there. Like, there's some things, like, even watching some of the best best Minecraft players out there that I don't think they've ever gotten, and they make mistakes on all the time, and I'm like, alright, well, here. I don't comment on their videos or anything like that, because they'll eventually get there like they're smart enough they know what they're doing Mm
0: -hmm. yep so well any any other questions or any because i know i think we've rambled on about that first question
1: (laughs) right well no i mean it led to other questions too (laughs) like it's not just that um i guess no i i I feel like we had a pretty good discussion about that like we can always come back to it if people. Um, I, I, I know, I know how we could add to it. Uh-huh. We could add to it if we got questions from you, from the listeners. Yes. How How do the listeners get hold of us to ask their questions about MMOs, Magic the Gathering, Minecraft? You know, playing blind, whatever you want to ask us. How do you,
0: How do they get hold of us? Uh, That's a good question. <laughs> it's no, it's, this, it's, this, is me,
1: this is me leading you to giving out the email address or twitter accounts
0: i know i know i, I had i'm to. trying here
1: folks i'm trying
0: <laughs> um it's it's the gamershow podcast at gmail.com um you can reach out to us there any type of questions comments let us know how we're doing things you'd like to say any questions about previous episodes things you would like for us to talk about in the future um, just, just anything. We'll respond back. We are here and we are listening.
1: Yeah. And you know, we really want your questions because, you know, we need to get your feedback as to what we could do better. Um, not only that, like eventually if we get enough questions, like we'll do like a question in the answer session and talk about whatever you guys want to talk about for those of you that are listening to this. Like, um, you know, we're always looking for ideas for topics and stuff like that. What, you know, give us a good topic to talk about, you know, it can be something, like this week we talked about MMOs, and like, there's nothing really terribly new about MMOs, but, you know, it, it's something that you don't hear a lot of places talking about, so, you know, that, that, that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it, so anything you can give us, like, topic ideas, and it can, it can be about gaming, it can be about gaming, G-A-Y-M-I-N-G, um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about it, everything and anything. So, mm-hmm.
0: yep, absolutely. So, well, um, Charles, how can they reach out to you or, or catch what you're doing? All right. Well, I can
1: be found almost everywhere on the internet as ChuckAW1977. Um, that includes Twitch and Twitter. I stream usually about three or four times a week. Um, so that's the best way to get hold of me. And just if you do reach out to me, let me know you listen. That's the biggest
0: thing. Yep. yep absolutely. And I'm well. I'm almost everywhere on the internet. I'm either, I'm Blind Monkey or Blind Monkey Two K, um, except for on Twitch. Twitch, I am Brad the Blind, and that's only because I couldn't get Blind Monkey. But yeah, um, I I stream on Twitch every Saturday and Sunday, except for this weekend. Um, every Saturday and Sunday um, at three p.m. Eastern time, so you can find me there as well. But um, Twitter and almost every Twitter on Blind. Blind Monkey and everywhere else, I'm pretty much Blind Monkey 2K. Um, this podcast itself, um, it's a bi-weekly podcast. Every um, goes live every Monday, um, so you'll be able to to catch it in any podcatching app of choice. That's another thing. If there's if you're listening, if there's a preferred way you would like to listen to this, let us know. If if we don't have it out there right now, it's um, Google Play, Apple um, Podcasts. Uh, Spotify and um, SoundCloud. So, if there's another way that you would like for it to get out of there, I think most of those you can get on other third party uh, podcasting apps as well. But if there's another way you listen to it, just let us know.
1: Yeah, because I, I just I don't know. I usually listen to my podcast on Google Play. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I've got an Android phone. So, that's kind of yeah. what that is. So. And
0: see, I, I use Pocket Cast, which is a third party app, but it pulls from iTunes and Google Play and all of that. So, oh, well, nice. All right, well, I think this has been a show. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. So we'll be back in a – catch another episode in a couple weeks. Um, Outside of that, thank you for listening, and, of course, we always hope you enjoy.